0: What do you
1: think about Super Smash Bros.? I think that Super Smash Bros. is good. I think it's bad. Why do you think it's good? I think it's good because it's good.
2: Welcome back to the Coral Cast Season 3, Episode 4. I'm Zachary, and today I'm joined by Aiden, Jude, and our guest star, Eddie. Hello.
3: And today's topic is about anti-cheat, but specifically, um, uh, should developers divest their invest their resources to um, counter cheating and hacking in their games? Um, and uh, some games put a little too much into this, and they probably could use other things, like I know Minecraft has no anti-cheat whatsoever to speak of. So it's been pushed onto the, the Minecraft server owners, just fans, to work on it and make their own anti-cheats, which obviously is much more difficult and
0: janky. The reason being for that is because Minecraft is an open-world sandbox game, and because of that, they want their players to feel like they can do whatever they want in the game, which is what a sandbox game is.
3: Including
2: downloading hacked clients, like Worst, for example.
3: I'm pretty sure that was not the intention behind Mojang, but it's simply an effect of them not adding any anti-g measures. A new game that's coming out, like Super
1: Smash Bros., could have some hacking at first, but um, it's made by a big developer, so they put a lot more time into their anti-hack. But what if you're just
3: installing a mod or something, and the game kicks you out? Well, in this case, uh, some consoles have latent, not latent, uh, inherent anti-cheat, such as the Switch, which currently hasn't been properly hacked by any sort of jailbreak measures, so they can't currently do any mods to any games like the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate that'll come out soon. Actually, I have a Switch myself,
1: and, um, the, they, you can install mods, but you have to have a computer, and you have to install quite a few things on it to get these mods. But but multiplayer doesn't function with cheats Mm -hmm. in that game. Well, not multiplayer, but other, single player. An issue about
2: adding things into a game that would negate hackers is sometimes minecraft for example on some servers people will install anti-cheats and create anti-cheats that will kick you out for doing something that is not hacking for example if you jump off of a high ledge sometimes it'll accuse you of flying and then it'll kick you from the server
3: that'd be a very bad anti-cheat i haven't heard of that before but i've heard of cases where lag can cause anti-cheat to trigger um i know that um some games like tf2 um the developers invest uh, an, some effort into cheating, but mostly anti-exploit measures, and they instead uh, have certain spectator roles that can detect cheaters simply by observational skills. So that might be a good counter to anti-cheating. A game
1: like um, Counter-Strike that I play all the time is has a lot of people who use aimbots and stuff. I haven't really seen anybody, any... Um, anti-cheat service, try to stop those people from doing that. But you they have report systems embedded in it, so you can report a player who's doing that.
2: Yes, and although, going back to Jude's idea, having a visual mod watching the game at all times, uh, I do not believe this is the best option, especially for very popular games like Minecraft, again, because of their ability... to to have so many players in a server and so many servers and not enough people to watch.
3: I was not speaking of a a watching mod. I was speaking of a replay system. TF2 has a replay system. So you can report a hacker then highlight the footage of where the hacker was and that makes uh, banning hackers much more simple and makes it almost impossible to cheat in competitive. That makes a lot more sense, Jude. I know that hacking can, like severely destroy a game
0: so another thing would be pc versus consoles in general or anything besides a personal computer so it's really easy to install any hacked client or modifications to a game on a computer some might disagree but it's the truth so if you're on a pc you can just download it straight from the website to your computer and implement it into the game for something like the nintendo switch you would have to plug in the Switch, download a bunch of things to make to, to optimize it to the Switch. And it's just way too much effort, which is why I think computer hackers, just in general, are much more popular than a, a console hacker.
3: I know I spent at least five hours trying to make a, a Mario Kart mod for my Nintendo Wii U work. And it's very difficult, because they have just... it's not built for the any modifications to be thrown into it, so it doesn't let any modifications be thrown into it. Uh, I know it's possible, but it's m- far more complicated than a, a PC hack, uh, and hacks can definitely just des- uh, just destroy someone's experience. I know when I used to play Minecraft, if uh, a fly hacker would just zoom over to me and insta-kill me, I, I would be angry, especially if it's like halfway through a game where if I feel like I'm doing good. Maybe not amazing, but if I feel like I'm doing good and then it's just destroyed by an unstoppable force, it feels like you've been cheated out of anything.
1: Any- well, what would happen if a big game like Fortnite um, had somebody hack it and a lot of people had access to this hack? Lot- and the developers could not do anything
0: about it for a while. A lot of hack clients are paid for popular games like Fortnite just because of how difficult it is to... Develop them,
3: and I know that some um, some things like uh, Overwatch's I know has a intense anti-hacker protocol, and they have a team working on it. So even if someone f- does make a hacked client that functions for the game, uh, the Blizzard developing studios should they find it, can immediately undo all the hard work those hackers did to break through the walls of security. So. While it's good for games like, for companies like Blizzard, because it ensures their things, maybe, they can't stop, like, toxic players, but they can assuredly stop um, unfriendly players. But it does waste resources. Those those people could probably be spending time, you know, working on patches for the game.
0: That brings us back to our question. Should
2: developers be responsible for that? I believe that they do just because I have played... Um, quite a few online games that have a lot of hackers, and they're really fun games, but you completely ruin the game when someone comes in and just, like, uses Aimbot or something like that, and just wins.
0: They just have an unfair advantage to all the other players. Um,
2: let's
1: see, like, a game that is, like, um, Battlefront 2. The Star Wars Battlefront. Those games were um, this is a very popular opinion, but it's not that good of a game, both of them. But if they actually put more time into making the game playable, I think, the second one playable... I think the issue was the um, horrendous microtransactions no, no, no. in those. instead but... of like Instead of, like... Because there was a lot of lag and stuff oh, well, in yeah, the first and second issues. game. If they put more time into that instead of a
2: anti-cheat service, they could have made a better game. So, in my opinion, I play Battlefront 2, and it does not have a lot of lag, although I can see how it would on um, older models.
3: Or weaker consoles.
2: Yes, older and weaker consoles. Or PC's, why not have Um, But, yes, making the game more playable instead of working so hard on an anti-cheat that not a lot of people would use or need... I completely agree that the resources could be spent elsewhere.
3: I personally think the anti-cheat should be the priority after the game is published, but definitely not before the game is published. I think that anti-cheat services are
1: very necessary.
0: Just for for games like Fortnite, just an example. Every week there is an update, no matter what. There's always an update every single week. They implemented easy anti-cheat into their game, I think it's a different company, but they implemented that into their game so they wouldn't have to spend too much time on it. But since their game is so big, they want to give their players the best experience, no matter what it is. So I know they have a separate team for hackers in general, but they mainly rely on their anti-cheat system already built in, made by a different company, just so they can make a good experience for the players having an update every week.
3: And then once the game gets older, and it's generally a good idea to keep at least maybe a, a very small team on, and ensure that you have a report system, so that way, even though it's not going to be as effective, you know, a five-year-old, ten-year-old game could still function. Because once it gets overrun by cheaters, anyone who's not cheating won't want to play.
0: So, in conclusion, we, we do think that developers should somewhat be responsible but definitely not to develop too much on that and not on other parts of the game. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys did enjoy. Um, make sure to let us know if you listen down in the comments, if you're watching
3: on Android or uh, iOS. It's in the Coralcast section. Thank you guys for listening. And goodbye. Drop a like.